and welcome to Cool Breeze Over the Mountains, a podcast where we chronologically step through and discuss each film starring Keanu Reeves. My name is Andrew Gormley, and I am one of your hosts. I am joined on this episode by the Morpheus to my Neo, Whitney Nelson. That's right. I am the Morpheus. <laughs> Excellent. I'm, I was like, I don't know. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm too old for this shit. Hopefully that's the plot of The Matrix 4, as is we're, we're too old for this shit. Let's just shut it down. Shut yep. it down. Yep. As uh, foretold by the prophecy, Evan cannot uh, join us on this episode, which is a celebration of our choices. So I don't want to say it's it's cowardice, but, uh, you know, given the fact that on season one, he didn't change a he thing. He didn't change a single his... thing. And now he's missing. It, I'm with you. I think it's te- I think it's pretty telling is what there's uh... something there. <laughs> there's. We we will dig to the truth, but uh, nonetheless, we will gather his thoughts and changes and apply them. We have like our running to- our running lists on the website in some Google Docs that are accessible to everybody to view and follow along and do all that stuff like that. Uh, so that you know, don't think that he's getting out of it. All right, we know he has some some bad choices that he needs to to make up for. So there we go. <laughs> So uh, up top, I want to mention, uh, you can find the website, as always, coolbreezepod.com. Email us, coolbreezepod at gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter, at coolbreezepod. Had a very active day today <laughs> with, uh, you know, this is the start of a new season for us, as it were. So, you know, new ideas are bouncing all over the place. A lot of energy, a lot of, a lot of people responding. We love that. We love to see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have a Patreon at patreon.com slash coolbreezepod. And what, uh, Whitney, what I have ultimately learned about myself in the time frame that we've had this is that I'm just mm-hmm. very bad at maintaining a Patreon, right? So it's basically mm-hmm. like, if you want to give us mm-hmm. some money, f- you know, for this, if you think this is something worth doing, you know, worth paying for, do that. That's where you could do it. I can't promise we'll ever have any kind of like super tier rewards for you, but it's, it would be a, a nice gesture. However, as we always say, if you get frustrated with Andrew not getting you anything, let me know and I'll mock, I'll knock something up real quick for you. I don't know what it'll be. Paint your mug. Yeah. Draw a drawing. That'll be good. That I'm I'm just, fine with that. Just hit me up on Twitter and say, I'm tired of giving you a dollar a month for no reason. Right. That's And then yeah. I'll, you know, I don't know. All I've been doing lately is making jewelry out of mouse bones and human teeth, so you probably don't want any of that. I, listeners, I know that might sound like a, a kind of a joke, like, oh, yeah, and that is not facetious. It is not. <laughs> That's real. A lot real. of jewelry out of mouse bones and human teeth. True stories. True stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that is the Patreon. And maybe you'll get some mouse bones, human teeth from Whitney if you, if you sign up at the, I don't know, like the John if Wick your jam, level. let me know, because I right. can definitely hook you up there. Yeah, if like, you know, I feel like that would probably fit in the world of like a fan of Constantine. Those are some things, right? There's some overlap mm-hmm. there, maybe. Mm-hmm. Papa Midnight. Uh, alternately, you know, if you don't want to pay any money, you can review us on, on iTunes or the podcasts app now. Uh, I understand that it is a pain in the ass to do in the new applications. And it was difficult for me to find. So maybe it's worthwhile for us to put together a quick walkthrough on our website of the best way to do that maybe something cheeky i don't know i'll think about that a review is a free way to support the show okay i have some things 
uh, before we get to the reckoning, just some quick things that are very exciting that I want to talk about and, and bounce off of Whitney because she doesn't know some of this stuff yet, which is cool. <laughs> All right. Uh, first up, out of the gate, uh, we have heard you loud and clear about uh, having a more consistent release schedule. So uh, that's on me. I want to shout out a, a couple of really cool listeners who have been binging through our episodes. And mm -hmm. I have some uh, pretty staggering facts later on, not too much later on, about how much time they have invested in us, Whitney, which is, it's, it's, uh, it warms the cockles of the heart. <laughs> it really does. It really does. So first I want to call out uh, Jody uh, Farachi? Farasi? It's at Jody underscore F-A-R-A-C-I. And that's Jody, J-O-D-I-E. She was very, uh, very patient with the release of the Constantine episode. Uh, she mm -hmm. had told me that she had binged everything up to that point in like a month, <laughs> which is, that's a lot. It's that's a, a lot. lot. That's a lot of the show. <laughs> so thank you, Jody. Uh, next up. I received an email from uh, listener Zoe P, who wrote to say that uh, we keep her uh, company on her long walk home at night. And I'm presuming it's from like work or school. So stay safe, oh, Zoe. Nice. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Hopefully uh, you're, you'll be listening to Constantine or this at some point this week. You'll hear the shout out. And then uh, <laughs> just wanted to also mention real life fan Becca who I work with from time to time, who thinks that we should move to a twice-weekly <laughs> release schedule. <laughs> and uh, that made me laugh, because if you uh, are involved in podcasts in any way, twice-weekly, that's ambitious. That's ambitious. <laughs> so uh, the next thing I want to bring up is something that we have been discussing is starting as early as the next episode, all right? And this is very exciting. You're going to start to hear some new voices on the podcast. And some of these people you are uh, no doubt familiar with, and then some will probably be entirely new to you. But uh, we were all kind of discussing, you know, who, who might be a good fit, who has been a good fit. And uh, we found some people who are fans of the show, who have been on the show, that are all, that all love Keanu and could bring some really cool new insights, some new dynamics to the show. Very excited to announce that. But we're not telling you who. You're just going to have to, like, tune in. So. You're going to have to wait and find out. <laughs> right. But we will be getting back on a very uh, regimented, much more regular, hopefully Thursday release schedule. The day might change, but we're going to, uh, we're going to stick to a single day once we get all of our ducks in a row. So that's cool. I thought this might be fun, Whitney. Mm -hmm. the, the big data machine. I make reference to this a mm -hmm. lot throughout the course of this entire show. And someone asked me if it was real, which was <laughs> kind of a fun. They're like, what is it? And I'm like, it's, it's nothing. I don't actually write down all those things. <laughs> I mean, I write down some things. Don't get me wrong. But um, I do keep a running tally of everything uh, that is like a th that's like technical that we can track, right? Like obviously, like points for pop quiz is an example of that. But we have some other really cool statistics here. So I'd like to I'd like to share some of these with the listeners and maybe you. So you you're seeing it right in front of you. But our most downloaded episode is the Matrix Revolutions for season two. 
Interesting. Is, it's it boggles the mind, really. That does boggle. I would not have guessed that. No, not at all. And it's not it, it's not close either. Like it's it it's a pretty wide margin. The next and this is also super super weird. It's not on here. So Whitney, I'm going to have you take a guess. Can you think of what might be our second most downloaded episode after the Matrix Revolutions. I have no idea. <laughs> the Matrix Revolutions already threw me for a loop, so I really don't know. I don't know. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to you, and I hope you're sitting down. All right, I am. It's uh, me and Will. <laughs> I know, I know, but I, I have no explanation for it either. My only, the only thing I could say about it is a morbid curiosity from people. Maybe it was a movie they had no intention of watching, so they just wanted to download it and hear what we had to say about it. Versus, Well, I do have to say that if I were a listener and not a maker of the podcast, yeah. that would be what I would use it for is like all the stuff that I've heard stuff about one way or the other to see if it was worth me going into it anymore and devoting any more of my time. Yeah. And I think that's probably, you know, given the structure of our episodes, we don't, we get most of that stuff out of the way. And we, I think we've remained mostly spoiler free up through pop quiz, up to pop quiz, not through all bets are off. But uh, yeah, I was kind of blown away by that. Some other ones that were pretty close uh, were, let me see here. I have some stuff in front of me. The Devil's Advocate was actually uh, pretty high up there. Mm -hmm. uh, what do we got here? Babes in Toyland did surprisingly well. Not, you know. That doesn't surprise me. Not great, but, you know, it was, it was pretty good. And uh, Sweet November, who I know it has its fans. Uh, so maybe they were not happy with us and our assessment of that, <laughs> of that film, but, uh, you know, it, it did well in terms of downloads. So pretty cool. Pretty cool. This is really neat. This is all kind of like analytics type stuff, but, uh, our biggest listener base is here in the, uh, United States and the United Kingdom, obviously. But we have regular listeners in 18 different countries, which is pretty rad, actually. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> um, and two, at least two of them, uh, it might be the same person, but at least two of them are in Tanzania, which is, I, look, Ooh, I looked it up, and a lot of people vacation there. Apparently, you can go on multi-hundred-thousand-dollar safaris in Tanzania. It's like a destination spot, which is... It's it's rich. It's rich is what I'll say. Uh, Whitney, obviously, you hold the record for the most points scored in a single round of pop quiz. And that uh -huh. that was last episode. You got nine. I know. I crushed it in the last episode, <laughs> which is so weird for a movie that I uh, didn't remember ever seeing. <laughs> right. Incredible. Uh, second place is a tie between you and I with eight points, and then it's scattered all over the place. I think you actually take third and fourth, and then Evan and I are split the difference for, like, last. You tie us for many places all the way down to the bottom. This is my favorite part, and this is why I laughed when Becca said you should do this uh, twice weekly. So... <laughs> 
if you produce a podcast, you know that it's like a, you know, just like a minimum time investment if you're doing like the editing. But even if you're just like when when Whitney is hosting and I just have to like watch the movie and show up, you know, Whitney is also compiling show notes and doing the pop quiz research and, and a lot of other kind of, you know, time time consuming things. But mm-hmm. season two, our average film length was one hour and 54 minutes. The sum total of everything we watched in season two was 37 hours and 26 <laughs> minutes. It's a lot of Keanu. Well, it is ex- a lot of Keanu. Except for like in Ellie Parker when it wasn't. I was going to say, except for when he was in Dogstar and then fooled us. Damn it. The uh, Our average episode length I'm super happy with is an hour and 23 minutes, which feels like right on the money. Uh, mm-hmm. We ran much longer in season one, so we've kind of trimmed the fat and got it down to something pretty reasonable. And then the sum total length of all of our episodes in season two was 29 hours and seven minutes. You know, we're talking 60 hours, 60 plus hours of ju- uh, just watching and talking about it, not including everything else that goes into it, which is, <laughs> you know, that's substantial. That's a substantial amount of time. It is. So when you listen to that and, you're, and you hear it's like, I binged your entire show in a month. It's like, that's a lot of time. <laughs> That's a lot. That's like a almost a full time job. Pretty much. Pretty much. So thank you if that if that is the case. Uh, and then I have just one other cool thing here, which I think uh, season two at the end, we always recommend a film mm-hmm. or not. And this season, there were seven films out of tw- out of 21. So a third <laughs> that we do not recommend watching. <laughs> Which is that sounds about right. That sounds about right. Yeah, I mean, this was a it's like a rough. It's, there's some ups and downs. It's like what we've always said about Keanu. There are high highs and low lows, and this season two is a great example of that. <laughs> it is a really, really prime example of high highs and low lows. Yeah. So that's uh that that was a, the big data machine. It's not tabulating uh we're not trying to make clones of anybody here but we certainly are you how would we be getting their dna through listening to our episodes it's the it's the have you watched westworld i don't want to spoil westworld for you not any of season two. Oh, uh it's fidelity you know that's what Mm -hmm. we're that's what Mm -hmm. we're aiming so all those little facts help us establish fidelity it's Mm -hmm. (laughs) dna is the easy part you just grab a cup that they were drinking out of it's perfect it's like a csi or whatever i think it's pretty much how. sure yeah (laughs) clearly you've researched this (laughs) you're getting more and more suspicious as you go along andrew i'm a scientist you know you could trust me Mm -hmm. so yeah i definitely trust scientists of all people to not steal my dna Right. Super easy. If anyone's going to steal my DNA, it's definitely not going to be a scientist. So (laughs) that's a good argument. Exactly. Exactly. All right. And then one final thing before we get into our reckoning. Uh, We have uh, a fan listener of the show, Chloe Bestley, at Chuck Spadina25 on Twitter. Great username. Perfect. Actual perfect username. (laughs) She went ahead and sent us... uh, her rankings so far. Yeah. To my understanding, 
she is not doing the chronological watch, which is probably for the best, but she's picking yeah, and choosing. Yeah, I mean, I can't say that I recommend it unless you're doing it for sort of like scholarly or podcasting reasons. <laughs> right. Pick the things you want to watch and, uh, you know, go with it. Chloe sent over her list, and I love it. And it's uh, it's 16 films right now. I want to list these off really, really quickly. Um, it's a very, very good one. There are a few that I disagree with being yeah. in a top top 10, top 12, top 16. But for the most part, I definitely think that uh, this is this is a good list here. It's solid. Right. If these are the 16 that she has watched and and ranked, it's it's actually a pretty wild list, uh, but also mm-hmm. well done so far. Okay. So Chloe has this. The Matrix, John Wick, John Wick 3, John Wick 2, Speed, Constantine, The Matrix Reloaded, The Matrix Revolutions, Hardball, Toy Story 4, Point Break, Always Be My Maybe, My Own Private Idaho, Excellent Adventure, The Man of Tai Chi, and Bogus Journey. So Bogus Journey's in the right spot. Nailed it. Mm -hmm. Bang on. I mean, I don't even think Bogus Journeys should be on this t- top 16 list, I don't think. <laughs> right. But if I'm, there's some questionable decisions, but yeah. there's also some decisions that I definitely agree with. The fact that of the top four, yeah. three of them are John Wick and one of them is The Matrix, I think that's pretty accurate. Yeah, I, I think, think that's fair. We haven't gotten to reviewing those yet, so... Uh, that's probably going to be our list, They have not yet right? taken over spots one, two, and three on my list, but... yeah. I would probably, uh, if it were me, this is just me, I think the Matrix Revolutions might be a bit high for my liking also. They, that might actually swap spots with, uh, it would probably go after my own private Idaho, lower on the list. And then Toy Story 4 would slide up maybe in that spot, I think. Then we're getting closer. I think, I think we're- Hardball be... is, is a questionable decision as well. <laughs> right. But hey, to each their own. It's cool. That... I mean, that's the whole point. Yeah. You know, everyone feels differently about it. I'm not here trying to like knock anyone for feeling a certain way. I just personally think hardball should not be in your top 16. <laughs> well, <laughs> when when Chloe, Clo, if you're listening, follow up. Keep keep watching. You're doing great. We we love it. Keep watching. Keep ranking. Keep sending it to us. Mm-hmm. I want Currently, to see... hardball is at my thirty-one. <laughs> so. Out of yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty low on on our lists. Uh, there is that. So thank you, and please feel free, anybody listening, to send in your rankings, even if you're not watching along chronologically. Uh, these are these are awesome to see and hear about, uh, and how different everybody's tastes can be. All right, are we getting to this thing? I'm nervous. Yeah. I'm yeah, I guess we're getting into it now. Um, <laughs> oh, gosh. Here we go. Are you ready? I am. So the, the reckoning is we just, we atone for our sins here. We rank, <laughs> we, we reflect on the ranking choices we've made since the beginning, right? So what are we at mm-hmm. here now? 39? Is that how many? Uh, 40 episodes. 40 episodes. Mm-hmm. And... You know, we're human. Mistakes were made. (laughs) Mistakes were made. I don't know why a walk in the clouds is my number five. I really don't. I did like that movie a lot more than I thought I would. Yeah. Like a lot more because when I saw it as a a kid, I 
you know, I had a lot of feelings that were sort of, you know, angry mm. that didn't necessarily, uh, were that were not necessarily deserved. But all in all, we are just here to look at the things that we have woefully misranked and try and repair that damage today. The damage done. I think I will tell you right off the bat. I think my one, two, three, and four are staying exactly the same. Got it. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to make one. I'm going to make one tiny switch. All right. Mm. I thought my to- I thought my top five were locked. I'm going to make one very minor adjustment, and I'll feel super good about my top five. I'm just mm-hmm. going to swap Much Ado and Point Break. That's it. My number four and number five change places. I watched mm-hmm. Point Break again recently. I'm like, God, this movie is fantastic. I love it. I'm going to slide it up. That's all. That's all I'm going to mm-hmm. do. Uh, yeah, so my top one, two, three, and four are The Matrix, Speed, Much Ado About Nothing, and Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. And yeah. I stand by all of those. And in the, that order, I think Matrix is at the top, Speed's right below it. Much Ado About Nothing will always be in my top three because I just watch that movie every year. Mm-hmm. It's my sick movie, my comfort movie. So that one's always going to be on there. And Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure definitely deserves to be number four. I have A Walk in the Clouds at number five, which I enjoyed that movie. I don't know that I'll ever revisit it again. So it definitely shouldn't be that high. So where are you, where uh, are you thinking? Are you going to try to are you going to try to place it right now or are you going to are we going to hold like I'm, I'm curious what your approach is here. Are you going to try to lock in like a top 10 and then see where everything else falls? Or... Yeah, I think that the top 10 is what I care most about. So yeah. I want like a top five and a top 10 that I feel like are really representative. And then I'm not so worried about, you know, 20 through 40. <laughs> right. I think I, here, here, I have another suggestion we could probably do is I think our bottom five are both are going to stay where they are <laughs> as well. Is that safe to assume? <laughs> yes. My bottom five are... Prince of Pennsylvania, Feeling Minnesota, One Step Away, The Last Time I Committed Suicide, and in the very last place of all the movies we've watched so far, (laughs) Ellie Parker. A classic, a classic that Roger Ebert himself loved. Oh my gosh, that makes me so angry. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Uh, But yeah, my bottom five are almost aligned with me and Will, Prince of Pennsylvania, One Step Away, Ellie Parker, Last Time I Committed Suicide. I can't see those switching anytime soon i like i like those as my least favorite so Mm -hmm. good i'm putting constantine at five nice so that's going to be my new uh top five is the matrix speed much ado about nothing bill and ted's excellent adventure and constantine i like it i like it i'm going to the next three for me six seven and eight are parenthood the replacements in constantine I'm going to slide Parenthood over and then swap the replacements in Constantine. That's all I'm going to do there. I think that's a good... Gosh, the replacements is so high for you. I know. It's. I think nostalgia plays a big role in that one for me. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I'm not sure where I'm going to keep Point Break because I want it in my top 10. I don't think it's any higher than nine, um, which is where I have it right now. So I feel like I need to figure out if... I have movies that fill in those extra spots between Constantine and Point Break, or if I'm going to move Point Break up. Mm. Um, okay. 
Okay. I definitely think Parenthood I really liked. So that's probably going to be number six for me. Nice. Great film. Great film. Mm-hmm. Hmm. <laughs> My next film is Permanent Record. <laughs> you have it so high. You have it so high. It's not staying there. It was, no. it's one of my, I like that movie. Don't get me wrong. And that was, I think that was probably one of the early movies we watched where we, where we saw Keanu and we're like, whoa, holy shit. Like there's yeah. more than meets the eye here. So uh, it has a special place there, but I, I'm dropping that down. Okay. Yeah, I think that should go down. I moved my own private Idaho up uh, just one spot to number seven. Okay. I, for the time being, I'm going to put permanent record down at like 20. I don't know what's going to happen next, but yeah. I'm, I'm going to put it down there. I, I think I mean, that's kind of where, do where I it have fits. it. I have it at 12, so we both have it higher than it should be. <laughs> right. It's just we've seen some stuff and it's uh, it's not bad. That's all. Um so my my next film is Tune In Tomorrow and it's staying. Uh it's actually going <laughs> to I think Tune In Tomorrow is going to move up for me. Yeah. I think so permanent record left. I think Tune In Tomorrow is going to fill that void and mm-hmm. then The Matrix Reloaded will move up right behind it. So yeah. that is that's my new top 10 and I love it. I'm feeling great. um so you you've got some choices to make now you got point i have some i definitely have some choices to make something's got to give us a good movie um i think i liked it less this time around than i did the first time Mm. around that i watched it so my ranking it higher now was because i have a soft spot for those kinds of movies and like the movies that she makes and i liked it when it first came out i don't know that it I don't know that it's a top 10 movie, though, so I think that's going to go at number 11. Okay. All right. That's a good spot I for I don't think A Walk in the Clouds deserves to be in my top 10. <laughs> so just... what do I put in my... You got an eight spot open. Number eight spot oh. is the question. So many choices. So many choices. I think The Matrix Reloaded. Wild. Okay. Yeah, that's good. It's in my top I think 10 it jumps too. Up. I mean, that's almost that's nine spots that it's moving up. That's a lot. That's a lot. But hey, it's it's it appears to be better than every movie it's skipping. That's all I'm that's all I'm going to say. So. Yeah. And then I think Walk in the Clouds is going to move down from number 5 to number 12. Okay. All right. Why did I have the gift so high? Did I really <laughs> like the gift that much? I think you did. It's kind of a cool gothic southern, you know, we had that, you know. Yeah, it had I think that I did vibe. like it that much. I think I did. I did. Just there was really good performances in it. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm going to move that to number 13. I think the next. No, I'm going to move Chain Reaction above Dracula. Chain Reaction above Dracula. Yeah, because I had it down at number 16, so I'm moving it up to 14. And then Dracula, Little Buddha, and Johnny Mnemonic are staying in the same order under Chain Reaction. Yeah. Dracula, for me, feels just a smidge too high based on some of the things that we have uh, 
some of the things because it's currently at my number 13 spot. So what I'm going to do is actually something's going to got to give is going to go to the 11 spot. I'm going to move Thumbsucker up to number 12. That movie grew on me a little bit. I'm going to put, for the time being, I'm going to put Dracula around 14, I think. I have a 13 spot that's open. And I think that's going to go to... God. It's hard. It's hard. Yeah. Sometimes you get these ones and you're like, I really don't know where that fits in. Like, for me... A walk in the clouds. I I don't know why that one was so high on my list. It's still higher on my list than it probably should be. Yeah, but it was not that good of a movie. But it just you know, it. and then you're like, well, where does it f fit in compared to The Gift? And it's like you can't compare those two movies. So I did Dracula, Little Buddha, Johnny Mnemonic in the same order. I put Permanent Record after that, and then I think the next ones that were on my list, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, and twenty-one, are staying the same, which is The Replacements, River's Edge, Brotherhood of Justice, and Dangerous Liaisons in that order. Yeah, that uh, that tracks. I think I'm moving. I think I'm moving The Devil's Advocate up into thirteen. I had a good time with that movie. That was that was too long. Mm. I am gonna move uh I'm gonna move the watcher up, but I feel like <laughs> moving the watcher up over the Matrix Revolutions might get me shot. Slap what a slap in the face. <laughs> I know. No, that's not I mean you know I would rather watch the if I if you sat me down right now and said you have to watch the watcher or matrix revolutions before the end of the evening, I would choose the watcher. I just would. Yeah. The Watcher went for it. At least Keanu was, was entertaining, you know? It was, mm -hmm. There's something there. I'm going to... Hmm. Boy, I hated Hardball. <laughs> but not the most. Not the most. I like... I think I'm going to do what you did. I like this chunk of movies I have right in a row. Johnny Mnemonic, A Walk in the Clouds, Chain Reaction, and The Gift. I'm going to just move them whole cloth right from one side to the other. And they move up from, they were in the 17, 18, 19, 20 spot. They're now 15 through 18. And that feels pretty good. Mm -hmm. Poor River's Edge is, it's not looking good for, <laughs> it was too high. I mean, it was, it's not a very good movie, so I'm not too worried about it. <laughs> uh, I'm going to move, the only other thing I'm going to do. I think is move my own private Idaho up uh, right under the gift and river's edge will drop in that place. And that feels great done. Yeah. And then, and then the rest kind of sorts itself out from there. Yeah. I'm not seeing anything uh, incredibly wrong with the remainder of the list. I'm like eh, the flying hardball, sweet November, the watcher. I love, I you, love to you to death. death. Feeling Even Minnesota. cowgirls get the blues, young the blood. Young None world. of those are going to go anywhere. <laughs> right. They're, they're fine. Really at this point, the bottom of the list is the, like the last spot on the list is really the only important one for any of those. Cause that whole, like the night before young blood, even cowgirls get the blue sweet November sort of slush bucket at the bottom. Yeah. The only thing that's going to be notable is if something is worse than Ellie Parker. Cause it was very notable when we thought anything was worse than one step away. Cause for 
most of the time that we've been doing this podcast, one step away, that 28 minute short yeah. was the bar- bottom of the barrel. And then the last time I committed suicide, it jumped below that. And then for me, Ellie Parker jumped below that again. So <laughs> I think the only thing notable in the like 30s on is the very last spot. Does something usurp the last spot? It'll be interesting to see. So as a preview of what we have coming up for season three, man, I feel really good about these lists now. We'll have to get Evs, but... I feel good about mine too. Yeah. My top a... 10, I feel, is really good for me. Yeah. it's refre- It feels, it's like a weight off my shoulders. I could like give this top 10 and be like, yes, that's exactly what I planned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not like, why is River's Edge at number seven? Uh, so season three which this is actually covering, in case you weren't aware, uh, our seasons basically cover about 10 years of Keanu's career. So we'll have up until season four, and that'll take us, you know, well into the, 20, the mid-2020s. But uh, we start with a scanner, Darkly, The Lake House, Street Kings, Day the Earth Stood Still. I'm trying to see. We have I've, the, the Private Lives of Pippa Lee. Man of Tai Chi, 47 Ronin. Then we have John Wick, which is a gimme. Knock, knock. Mm-hmm. Exposed. The movie Keanu. <laughs> which What's is... crazy to me is you get into stuff that's just in the last couple of years, and we're still not out of the peaks and valleys thing. No. it's Like, you look at this, and there's some that I still don't even know what the names of these movies are. Like, I don't know what the, some of these movies are. Uh, I've never and heard of like, some. And it's like, how yeah. did he make it a year ago, and I don't know the movie? <laughs> right. I think I, I think I mentioned it. I had somebody ask me very, I mean, it was super recent. They were like, have you, have you watched or talked about replicas yet? And I'm like, I don't, in what capacity? What and they're like, it's a Keanu Reeves. And I'm like, oh, uh, no, I don't know what replicas is. It's like, oh, he did it between the John Wick two and three. Cool. All right. Good, 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 good. Alrighty. Yeah. It's All right. fun though. Cause we still have mystery. You know, you feel like you start to get into the ones where it's, you know, we're watching The Matrix and something's got to give. And like all of these ones that you you know about, you start to feel like there's not going to be any surprises. But there's definitely we have so much room for surprises still. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm doing a quick count right here. One, two. There, I mean, there are 17 movies that we're going to cover or 16 movies and then our reckoning. So 16 films that we're going to cover in this season. And I have not seen seven. A of lot them. of them. Yeah. Or no, it's oh, it's actually I have not seen eleven of them. So most of them are like, huh? So mm-hmm. it's just this weird period of Keanu. This might be the most <laughs> of a season. I was like, I have no idea what this is. It's kind of exciting. It's kind of exciting. I might find a new favorite Keanu movie. I mean, we will find the favorite Keanu movie. <laughs> But mm-hmm. maybe like a like a close second or third. I don't know. So I think that's it. That feels great. Do you feel good? Yep, I feel really good about my new list. Oh, good. We can now. Again, I don't have to go in and put a movie in and be like, "Why is this so high anymore?" Yeah, it's so so bad. So so, what is your final top ten? Say it again so that we're all on the same page. All right. So mine goes like this: locked in, locked in. Till the next reckoning. Yeah, till the next reckoning. I have The Matrix, Speed, 
Excellent Adventure, Point Break, Much Ado About Nothing, Parenthood, Constantine, The Replacements, Tune In Tomorrow, and The Matrix Reloaded. How about you? All right. Yeah. Um, so I've got The Matrix, Speed, Much Ado About Nothing, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, Constantine, Parenthood, My Own Private Idaho, The Matrix Reloaded, Point Break, and Tune In Tomorrow. It's perfect. It's a perfect list. Yep. Know. I feel really good about it. <laughs> There's some overlap, and then there's like you know, uh, I have the replacements, and you have my own private Idaho. So there's still, Couple of wild still cards, some yeah. character. It's good. It's good. Yeah. All right. So I think that's going to probably do it for the reckoning part. Mm-hmm. So let's chat about next week, which is the start of season three. Uh, yeah, Scanner Darkly. Yeah, Richard Linklater's A Scanner Darkly which is based off of a Philip K. Dick, uh, I don't know if it's a novel or a short story, but uh, source material from him. And I'm thinking, was that also the case for Johnny Mnemonic? Or no, it was a different... Mm. I felt like there was another adaptation that Keanu did that was based off of Philip K. Dick, but I could be wrong. No, Johnny Mnemonic was, I think. Oh, cool. All right, so that is pretty neat. So we get, again, get these little weird overlaps in his career, like actors, directors, source material. Yeah, Johnny Mnemonic is based on a William Gibson story. Got it. Okay. So uh, kind of a cool thing. I I have never seen a scanner darkly. I know that the cast is pretty unbelievable and Mm -hmm. it's got that cool rotoscoping thing going on. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. You've se- you have seen it, correct? I have seen it. Yes. Okay. I have. Um. Um. Then I'll be excited. Did you your initial impressions of it? Were they like you're like oh you think back on that fondly or you're like eh, I don't know about that. I do think back on it fondly. Um. Yeah. I have a complicated relationship with Richard Linkletter because when I was a pretentious teenager, <laughs> I was obsessed with Richard Linkletter, and now I go back and I look at it and I'm like, can this guy get his ass? His head out of his own ass for like two seconds, please. He, Which, uh, I mean, that's how most teenagers are anyway. So like, I'm not, I'm not trying to argue with it or anything, but I very, very much like Waking Life was my movie for oh, a few years. Okay. And um, so I, there's parts of it that I really, really enjoy. There's parts of, like the, the style of it is really cool. Mm-hmm. But also it's Richard Linkletter and at some point you go, can he just please for like a second take his head out of his own ass? <laughs> he tends to make, uh, it's interesting. I, I haven't seen too much of his stuff, but I, I understand that he is like, <coughs> he'll make things that um, run for like decades. Like I remember reading about Boyhood and he's like, yeah, we, we literally watched this kid grow up. Like it was, I mean kind of a story but that's sort of thing and then i remember he also i think he also did the before trilogy like before sunrise before midnight or i don't know but those again it's like a trilogy that's told over the course of 20 actual years like they made the first one in the 90s and they just yeah no there was the same same cast that literally filmed him growing up that is unbelievable it's unbelievable Mm -hmm. So. I mean, it's an interesting idea, but again, at some point you're just like, okay, you you should do something else now. <laughs> right. I feel similarly about James Cameron, but hey, you know, it's uh, <laughs> do something else, James. That's all. I can't fault him. The dude went to the bottom of the ocean. So, you know. Yeah. Could, I guess he could. You know. It's kind of, yeah. Avatar 5. Come on. 
All right. <laughs> that brings us to the end of uh, The Reckoning. I feel great. All of this will be reflected on the website under our uh, rankings uh, section there with our picture and our rankings. I think what I'll do is I won't go in and do that every week. You can go to the Google Doc yourself to see our week-to-week ratings. But when we mm-hmm. lock it in at The Reckoning, then I'll do the full list. I think that fe- that feels like a, a fair compromise there. So yeah, I think that's good because the that's what we do at the reckoning is look through everything we've said and and rejudge how we feel about things. And obviously, it's going to change as we keep seeing more movies. But I think that's a good time to update. All right, good. So until uh, until a scanner darkly, what do you have going on this week, Whitney? Um, well, for historical hotties, we just released an episode uh, of gender pioneers that's what we called it gender pioneers Mm -hmm. so it's um people who are breaking gender boundaries in history long before there was even terminology to describe what it was they were doing um it's really interesting episode so you can search historical hotties in any of your podcast apps or we're at historically hot on all social media and you can find us there my twitter is at whitney underscore nelson um and you know, I did an episode recently of Almost Better Than Silence, which is a video game podcast. And I talked about where I talk about the long dark and roller coaster tycoon mobile. <laughs> nice. And right. yeah, so you can go find that if you want to hear me talk about video games. Yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, you can find me on the Internet at Dark Driving, uh, Instagram, Twitter. Very uh, active there. Been streaming games. There's uh, like a little bit of an overlap there. Streaming games on Twitch at twitch.tv slash darkdriving. And then I'm coming up on a pretty cool milestone. 3,000 subscribers over on my YouTube channel, The Primary Storyline, where uh, <laughs> we uh, I just get together. I generally do a quick live stream at a random time. People join in. They ask questions about video editing, film production, that sort of thing. I walk them through how I might approach that sort of thing. It's a really cool community. Uh, so if you subscribe and you have the app on your phone, you'll get the notification when I start a live stream and we just keep it pretty light. There's usually a beer or two involved and hang out for about an hour and answer questions. It it shouldn't work, but it does. And it's really cool. <laughs> so you have an interest in that. The primary storylines where you can find me. Pretty cool stuff. And that brings us to the end. We're done. Short episode. Gotta love it. <laughs> I'm going to uh, press this button. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> I love this song. It's really, really good. With that, thank you all for joining us. And in the words of Bill S. Preston and Ted Theodore Logan, be excellent to each other and party on, dudes. Have reckoned.